good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Revelation. We are ready to read chapter 20. Last time we read chapter 19. And at the end of chapter 19, the beast and the, the prophet, false prophet, were thrown into the lake of fire. And those, their followers who were left, their armies and politicians and leaders and all that, those were, uh, I'll just read this last to you, and the last were killed with the sword which came from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds fed ravenously and gorged themselves with their flesh. So, um, basically Jesus with the word, with the word of God, you know, ended them, killed them there. Now. We're ready to read Revelation 20, and I am reading in the Amplified Bible. And then I saw an angel descending from heaven. Now, you remember, this is a continuation. That was supposed to be like the big battle. There wasn't really a battle, but because Jesus just used the word of God and put an end to it. So here, then I saw an angel descending from heaven, holding the key of the abyss, the bottomless pit, and a great chain was in his hand. And he overpowered and laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent of primeval times, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him securely for a thousand years, a millennium. And the angel hurled him into the abyss and closed it and sealed it above him, prevented his escape or rescue, so that he would no longer deceive and seduce the nations until the thousand years were at an end. After these things he must be liberated for a short time. And then I saw thrones, and sitting on them were those to whom judgment, that is the authority to act as judges, was given. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus, and because of the word of God, and those who had refused to worship the beast or his image, and had not accepted his mark on their forehead and on their hand. And they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years." The rest of the dead, the non-believers, did not come to life again until the thousand years were completed. This is the first resurrection. Now there might be some controversy with this, but whenever there's controversy, I tend to go with the Word of God. Now, some people say that this is like the millennial reign and Jesus will reign on the earth for a thousand years. Well, while this doesn't say that's not correct. It doesn't say that is correct. It, it says that they will reign, but it doesn't say that they will reign on earth specifically. Now, you could say, well, that is a given, but I tend, I tend to be a little more wary than that. So, however, it does say, okay, they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Now, these were um, these were basically martyrs, people who died for their testimony. So that's not all of us. I don't want anybody to be confused. If, if this is correct and is not just something that is uh, figurative, and I don't think it, I don't think it's totally figurative. It wouldn't make sense. Um, so there has to be some literalness to it. There has to be some meaning, meaningfulness to it. So, um, you know, these who had resisted and who had been basically executed. Now, this says specifically beheaded, so maybe that's something that will occur. I do not know. Or it definitely has occurred in the past, we know. So maybe that's what it's referring to. But anyway, those who resisted and stayed true to God and the Word of God and the Lord, 
you know, they come to life and they reign with Christ for a thousand years. Now, again, it doesn't say on earth. Maybe they reign with Christ in heaven. I, I don't know. So I can't say. And they say this is the first, it says, this is the first resurrection. Now, some people say there is only one resurrection. However, if I have to decide between what people say and what the Bible says, I'm going to say that in this chapter at least, I think we're told there is more than one resurrection. So, I don't want to offend anybody, but again, I'm going to have to go with what the Word of God says. So, and when the thousand years were completed, or are completed, I'm sorry, and when the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison, the abyss, and will come out to deceive and mislead the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, including Gog and Magog, to gather them together for their war. Their number is like the sand of the seashore. And they swarmed up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints, God's people, and the beloved city, Jerusalem. Now, this says... Okay, well, their note here would be something that I would say is controversial and not really bore out. So I'm not going to tell you their note. <laughs> because the Amplified, they try to add a lot of good meaning to things, but sometimes you do have to read like what their notes are. They they seem to have a certain uh, belief that, and sometimes I can't necessarily go with that, and I don't want to forward that uh, belief if I think it's not in the Scripture. If their note says something that goes along with the scripture and kind of illuminates, then then I like to read those notes and, and I share those. But uh, this one, well, I'll tell you what this one says just as a as a uh, example. It says the world capital of Christ's reign during the millennial kingdom. Um, I'm not sure that this is intended to mean that there is a earthly millennial kingdom. This doesn't say that. So we need to be careful that we're not adding to things. We need to be careful that we go by what the Word says, and the Word just says that they will reign for a thousand years. It doesn't say anything about setting up a millennial kingdom or a capital city or anything like that. So let's continue. So anyway, so these people, <clears throat> again, being deceived... You know, they swarmed up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them. And the devil who had deceived them was hurled into the lake of fire and burning brimstone sulfur, where the beast, antichrist, and false prophet are also. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now notice, the devil and the, the beast and the false prophet will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Not everyone. Not everyone is treated that way. Um, I personally, and I'm going to tell you this, is I personally believe that if we do not believe and we are counted as unbelievers and we're not in the book of life, that our hell will be eternal separation from God and we will cease to exist. Because we cannot exist without God. And that's something that you have to understand. We cannot, and we only exist because of God. So, something to remember and think about. Let me read on, and then we'll, we'll revisit some of this. And I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated upon it, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for them, for this heaven and earth are passing away. 
And I saw the dead, the great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened. Now notice this is the dead, okay? So this is the next resurrection. This is the resurrection for the judgment. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged according to what they had done, as written in the books. That is, everything done on earth. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades, the realm of the dead, surrendered the dead who were in them, and they were judged and sentenced, every one according to their deeds. Then death and Hades, the realm of the dead, were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire, the eternal separation from God. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was hurled into the lake of fire. Now, if we go back, if we walk back up here, we have Satan being bound, and he's going to be bound for a thousand years, and we're told that uh, he will be released for a short time. And then there's this thousand years. We have the thousand years, and we, uh, the, uh, the martyrs, basically, these are martyrs who were beheaded. They reign with Christ. They reign with Jesus for a thousand years. Now, Again, I want to make sure we notice that it doesn't necessarily say on earth and it doesn't say anything about them having a special city or anything like that. So I can't talk to any of that, at least not based on what we're reading right here. If we read something about it in the next few chapters, then we'll cover that then. So, and you know, they're saying blessed and holy is the person who takes part in the first resurrection. You know, because they're already in the book of life, obviously. They stood for God. They did not, you know, they were not, um, they did not uh, give in at any point. They stood true for the Lord and, and for the word of God. Then we have the final rebellion. And see, this is the thing. After the thousand years, Satan is released and he deceives and misle misleads the people who are on earth. Now, if Christ were reigning on earth, to my mind, this would not be a possibility. So I just don't think that's what's happening. I think what's happening here is, again, this is another thousand years of time that people have to come to God. This is like a final chance. And then here we have the final rebellion. This is the final, you know, call it kind of a heart check. You're either going to follow Satan or you're going to follow God. And this is your last opportunity to prove that you're going to follow God, and instead, it doesn't say how many, because there are God's people. It does mention God's people, the camp of saints, but they also mention that there are a number of these that are deceived. So, and fire, but fire came down from heaven and consumed them. So, so these are the ones who are deceived and misled, and they still follow Satan, even at this time, after all that we've read and all that has happened in Revelation. Whether you think all that is literal, or if you think it's uh, just a representation of things, you know, like a spiritual vision quest type of thing. I can't, still can't think of the word I want to use, but nonetheless, um, I, um, I think while there is a lot of the imagery, I think some of these things we can kind of get a literal idea or context, or uh, maybe context isn't the right word, but uh, we can get a literal, um, I think we can get a lesson out of it, you know, something to be learned that we can apply and use, such as here, 
we need to we need to be careful that we are following God and His Word. For instance, this this rain, this thousand year rain, it is here in the Bible. It does happen, but is it what man says it is? Um, I don't think so. I don't think it's what man says it is. Um, notice these are people who are beheaded. This is not everyone, so that's not right. And this is before the judgment. <clears throat> now, some will say there's only one resurrection, too, but according to what we see here, there is more than one. Now, maybe they have an explanation for that, but I will tell you that the Word of God does not conflict with the Word of God, so I'm, I'm going to have trouble with that unless they have a very straightforward, you know, unless they have very straightforward scriptures. People tend to take scriptures and they add men's logic to it and they kind of warp it. And that's how they come up with some of the ideas and rules that they get. I'm just looking at this and trying to take it for what it says. So, now I don't, um, and then, okay, then after the thousand years, though, and he comes back, uh, they, you know, Satan is released, and he deceives and misleads the nation. So these are the people who've not learned, who have not here they've had this other opportunity, and they've still not learned. They've not followed God. And then, that's going to be the end. They they gather together. They surround the camp of the saints, basically. I guess like as to destroy them or something. I think that must have been what their thought was. And then they're wiped out. You know, uh, fire came down from heaven and consumed them. Boom. The devil who deceived them was hurled into the lake of fire, where the beast and false prophet are. So, they are they are cast out. And then there's the final judgment, because now at this point, there's no one left. You know, that was it. That was, you know, there was the, uh, there was God's people, the saints, and there was, you know, these, these people who were deceived yet again. That's another, it's a, it's a big lesson we need to learn from Revelation is do not be deceived. Pay attention. You know, make sure that we're following God and His Word and that what we do goes along with what He has outlined in His Word. Remember that the Word will not contradict itself. What He says is going to carry through. You know, we do have a new covenant, but that doesn't. It, it, it's, a, it's a fulfilling of the Old Covenant, not a uh, wiping away of the Old Covenant. Jesus said it was finished. He finished the Old Covenant and we came into the New Covenant. But really, God and Jesus and the heart of everything, the spirit of everything, is the same. So there's no real, there's no contradiction. Yes, some old things may have may have passed away, but not really because we do those from our heart. We do those not because of a law, but because we want to. So whereas the the law has passed away, the heartfelt desire to do those things and to follow God's will is there. And that's what replaces the law, and that's the idea of the new covenant. So, okay, so then we see here that we have the judgment, and the dead are brought back. All the dead are brought back to be judged. And, you know, the uh, there's the book. Let's see, I saw the dead, the great and small standing before the throne, and, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, the book of life. 
and were judged according to what they had done, as written in the books, and also judged according to the book of life. If we're not in the book of life, we we're out. It doesn't matter what we did. If we're not written in the book of life, we're we're done. Um, now, let's see. Um, but we are so also judged on based on what we've done in life. So the. Uh, what we've done in life would be, you know, the good works we've done. You know, we talk about, you know, we have, uh, we're saved and we have salvation through faith. But there's also a matter of if we are saved and we're gods, we're going to do certain things. We're going to act godly and we're going to have certain good works. And so those should show up in those books. Now, remind you, we repent and we pray for forgiveness. God isn't going to have in those books every wrong thing we've done. He wipes those out and does not remember or hold them against us. But these books will show the good things we've done. Now if we don't repent and we haven't, you know, asked for forgiveness and haven't changed, then yeah, those things will be in the books and they will be held against us. But if we pray and repent and ask for forgiveness, and if we're trying to follow the Lord and follow God, when we repent, He will wipe those things out and they will not be held against us and then the books will only have the good things that we have done so that's just something to think about and that's my understanding of the idea of the books that show our works on earth and then there are going to be some there are going to be some who have a lot of great works I'm sure there's a ton of people that are way better than me and that's just the way it's going to be and so they may have a greater reward, but you know what? We'll all be in heaven, uh, and we'll all be there together. And it could be that we all get the same reward regardless. We get to be with the Lord and God, and, and whatever else there is, that's enough in itself. So, all right, so this has been Revelation chapter 20. I've probably gone on more than you want, so <laughs> I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. The Lord bless you and keep you always. And remember, God loves you.